Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Robert Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host Kelvin Rolone and special guest Philip and Nave from the Gaming Together Podcast. Nave and Philip, can you tell the listeners what your podcast is about? All right. Yeah, we're uh, Philip and Nave from Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. Our whole deal is we take a co-op title and we play through it completely in just a week usually and then we just break down every little bit we can and talk about it usually from a co-op perspective of like hey is this a game you should try to break down and bring to your boys and be like look guys we're gonna play bubble bobble and it's gonna be awesome i promise Hmm. and they're gonna be like all right let's give it a shot and lately we've been doing some real stinkers we've done things like wolfenstein youngblood um what else what else was bad nave I don't know. I wipe it from the hard drive. It was Far Cry oh, Six. It wasn't particularly Far Cry bad. Six. Yeah. So I was. I've been meaning to ask you guys this because I've been listening to a few episodes, especially like the re- most recent one. You guys are a major fan of Far Cry Six, from what it looks like, right? <laughs> you guys We're put it to the top of your list, here, right? Something like that. It, it sounds like they love Far Cry Six quite a bit. But yeah. So guys, if you don't know, we're uh, the podcast that provides profound and engaging discussions on the latest game, gaming news every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. So, question for everyone. What are you guys playing right now? We'll start with uh, the Gaming Together podcast. What are you, what are you guys playing? You uh, first, Phil. For our pod, yeah. Uh, if we're just talking about what I feel most actively engaged playing right now, that is Fable 2. We just picked it up. We've played mm-hmm. about two hours so far. And this game is a lot better than I remember, but it has the stink of older generation games <laughs> on it. Where the, like you guys talked about in your last episode, like the camera control is just, it's dirty. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. The, just like the field of view is so almost like weirdly placed combined with everything has motion blur. It feels like it's running at maybe 23 flames or frames. Flames. On the edge. <laughs> flames. Yeah, it's flames. so fast. It's on fire. It's so fast. God, it, it just feels like I, I've always been like, come on, guys, you can't get motion sickness playing a game because I've never had it feel like happen to me. Right. But right. then Nave said, this game is making me ill. And I'm like, ah, come on, you're just being a big weenie. Mm. Then I started playing the game and I'm like, oh, man, my stomach is turning <laughs> every time I turn the camera more <laughs> than bad, like huh? so many degrees. Yeah, it's it's so ugly. It's Once just... you get used to 60 frames a second, going back to 15 is like insanity. Like. <laughs> Like we played video games like this, and we just we're okay with it. This I guess. is what we used to do, and and we were perfectly yeah, we fine were with happy. it. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like I can't go back to it. You know what I mean? Um, don't Fable don't ever 2. play VR games because if that if 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 that's what's turning your your stomach right now, playing a VR game will definitely do that for you. Fable Two was released on the Xbox 360, right? It's not an original Xbox game, correct? No, it's 360. Yeah, and it, even then, it's the st- your it still was just the camera was that bad with the whiplash. It, it, the problem is the motion blur, honestly, because you well, can't turn it off or anything. You're leaving out something incredible. Is whenever you guys play in co-op, the camera—it's like le- the original Lego Star Wars games where you have to both be on screen always. So we cannot. We, the right stick doesn't do anything whenever you have two people in the game, even mm. online. So I am at the mercy of wherever Philip decides, whatever direction he wants to walk to turn the camera. It is the weirdest situation. That does. And the sound- camera. It's like controlled by itself. So it's like I'll walk around the building and it will try to whip around so we can keep my character in view and Nave's character. And so there's like a certain little turning point where if yeah. I walk past this invisible line, the camera is going to whip around really fast to try to see both oh, of us. God. 
and it's it's just bad. It does I, the Gears uh, of War thing where you hold down oh, a button to look at a like the, look what? at a thing, and uh, it's like, look at that amazing thing over there. We want you to look at, and you hold down the button, and then it just zooms in on the wall, and we're yeah. like, what is so like, special about this torch? This? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it was supposed to be showing us something else. God, it's so goofy. I know exactly what Why, you're talking uh, about because I played and, and I spoke about this on last episode. Uh, Medieval. I don't know if you guys ever played that game before on PS One. No. That was like our childhood game, right, Rob? And they remastered it. Remastered, right? Remastered, right? Um, they yeah, remastered remaster. that nah. uh, for PS4, I believe. And so I tried it out to see how it is. God awful controls. The controls are so hideous. And then on top of that, the camera just didn't help at all. So it just it just ruined my whole childhood with the whole like, oh, I had this game and I loved it. And now I played it again like 15 years later. I'm just like, yeah, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> Not to yeah. talk about Torok like I always do, but some of those first-person <laughs> shooters from that era just aged oh, so, so amazingly. Like, they were so bad before, and yeah. now that you play them, like, remasters from now with, like, dual analogs and everything, oh, feels so good, especially on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, That game sure. feels like Counter-Strike on mouse and keyboard. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And uh, the N64 especially for, for first-person, or, yeah, for first-person, I'm playing, uh, I was playing Banjo-Kazooie on the Nintendo Switch, and again, the camera. I remember that game. I loved that game. And I, I'm like, I died because I couldn't, I have a fight with the camera. Yeah. But I played Ocarina of Time and I had no issues whatsoever. Camera was perfectly fine. So Z-targeting was revolutionary. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it, that's, that's what like it Dark is. Souls. Dark Souls as well. Dark Souls is another one that will be timeless. Like no matter how many times, when you'll go into it, you'll it'll never you'll never feel its age for the most part those those games are truly timeless it's just now that i think of it i've never had issues with dark souls camera you're right like any any souls game i've never had an issue with interesting yeah it's all of that that lock on targeting devil may cry same thing never any issues yep because you're on that targeting but not everyone gets that you know (laughs) they're going to the game um kel we've been playing something uh lately yes and uh it's Very ends exciting. tomorrow, the mm-hmm. alpha. We've been playing uh, Warner Brothers Multiverses, and that game has been a blast. I don't know if you guys have seen a preview for it or any gameplay, but we're having a ball playing that. Uh, Kelv, what do, you, what do you think about that game? Cause... It is so good. It is such a cherishable game to play, especially <laughs> it's in alpha mode right now. So it's, it's, it's a nice change of pace from what we've been playing from what we've been seeing lately again it's kind of like the smash clone sort of but not really because if you really get into the nitty gritties of it it, it's kind of its own separate game uh simply because it has these cool um features of allowing to upgrade your own character specifically and and putting on elements that you wouldn't be able to do in like a smash brothers game for example so you can add perks to your character you can level them up um you have that 2v2 co uh 2v2 aspect to the game that is actually really fun surprisingly i didn't think it'd be, be a that perfect fun. game for you guys to play because it is a co-op game 100%, so 100 percent. well i kind of wish we had alpha keys to give you guys so you can actually talk about in your podcast well it's ending tonight <laughs> isn't it tonight is it is the last day uh tomorrow it's tomorrow. i think is the last day the alpha but it'll have a beta in july so you right. guys should definitely pick it up in july and then definitely talk about that um yeah i think it runs super smooth for an alpha i think it it plays really well the gameplay is nice and tight uh the characters are awesome like you're you're playing characters like bugs bunny superman batman wonder woman 
um tasmanian devil like you're playing all these like obscure characters and you're mashing them together and having this like grand old time like it's such a fun experience um the gameplay is fast and fluid like it doesn't feel like you're lagging behind it doesn't feel like there's like miss inputs like it just feels right um i will say like i I've mentioned before the characters feel a little floaty for me and i wish that was addressed in some aspects but again this is an alpha things can change um other than that i'm having a fucking phenomenal time dude like i think about this game for for like half of the time i'm just like i want to get back into this game and and just play to the point where we haven't even played 1v1 like we've been sticking strictly to 2v2 and usually 1v1's our jam right but this is so much fun that we're just like sticking together and playing you know co-op have you guys checked it out your thoughts on on multiverse i don't know if you guys are big smash players um yeah i've been watching a lot of smash critical philip loves smash i've never i've never been good at it um I'm, I kind of get upset because everyone around me got good at it while I was playing Halo. <laughs> and then when I decided to join Smash, I, I'm always the first one dead. And I'm like, mm. I don't want to play this anymore. Can we play Rock Band where I can't lose? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that game looks really goofy. I definitely want to play Shaggy. Um, I, I, so the whole time I was thinking about it, since me and Philip don't really have anything to contribute, I was more thinking along the lines of like, since you guys are PlayStation guys mostly, you guys got the the PlayStation symbols back there, so you guys can canonically tell you're both in the same universe. Me and Philip were Xbox boys. He's got green yep. head headset. I've got a slovenly living room, so <laughs> we're both Xbox boys. Uh, what would you think if like the Creator Clash style video game came out where Sony and Microsoft collaborated, like Marvel versus Capcom style, and just brought their I, own characters into a game? I that's a a, a fantastic point i might think my head would explode yeah. that would be if like all three came together nintendo xbox and sony all just had one super giant brawler oh that would be <laughs> probably the greatest game of all time that would be who would be who would be your most favorite character to who would you probably main in that game just anyone off the top of your head uh, oh that's so hard. that's so hard I'm because probably- i loved playstation all-stars back when it was a thing for like a hot yeah. second <laughs> And I love um, Spike was my main, and then uh, um, Sir Daniel was one of my mains, obviously because I played Medieval. Uh, but if, if if they were to be incorporated into like an Xbox, PlayStation, and um, Nintendo like Smash Bros thing, I would. Pr- I don't know, man. That that's that's. I think tough. my head explode. I think I would die before I actually got to play it because I would die from that. Happiness yeah, dude, the, it, you know? it'd be insane. But, but that would be happen. some crazy shit. Imagine if they all just pulled it together and just like you know what, fuck it, let's just make this one grand game and let's just celebrate games like that would be crazy that'd be really cool now i'm like uh, sad that it's not actually gonna come i'm gonna out. i'm gonna like, I hate yeah. that you said that. turn that back to you guys but for, for something a little bit different i know you guys mentioned far cry 6 and i was joking obviously when you got when i said like oh you guys love far cry 6 i know you had some issues with it um what would make you go back to far cry 6 be like i know i i, I understand some of the issues that you addressed for that game but what would make you want to go back to that game or maybe not not even revisit but if, if they've made like a far cry 7 for example like what would you want them to do for you to actually be like down to play battle royale mode oh. let's go no stop don't say that no. <laughs> there you go there you go that's, i'm telling that's, you that's kelvin's that's, alley right that's there. my alley right Any, there put, halo flat battle royale on everything halo baby <laughs> battle royale let's go what do you I think mean, to fix far cry uh the biggest thing they need would be more uh, player expression in it because so much of your interaction in the game is limited to the walked away point, shoot, collect, 
explore. Right. Like it's pretty basic. Whereas I look at the other open world games that I enjoy more, like the Saints Row, it's like you super customize your own cars. You can drive them off buildings. You can just be ridiculous with them. You can call in like helicopters to any location. Like the game is almost like trying hard to like keep you in that realistic space of immersion. When at the same time, it's also trying to be ridiculous with the alligator as your homie and right. stuff like that, which <laughs> I love the the ridiculous alligator homie and little Chorizo, the wheelchair dog. But fucking give dog. me more player expression with less of this forced, I don't know, kind of like, hey, this is what you should be doing. Give me a chance to do <laughs> what I want to do. They it also takes itself serious. To collect. It's terrible. Yeah. It takes itself serious, but not serious at the same time, right? When you're talking about not like, serious enough, yeah. right? It's like commit to commit to, to, to something. Commit to you're something. You're going to be ridiculous, or you're, or you're not going to be ridiculous. Right. So it doesn't really work. Um, but being that you guys are Xbox guys, let's uh, move into our first uh, news of the week for like the news segue. roundup of the week. Spider-Man could have been an Xbox exclusive. Damn, could have been. Could have, would have, should have. Uh, Spider-Man was turned down by Microsoft when Marvel approached both Sony and Microsoft with the pitch. Damn, Microsoft, like, fucked up. Dropped the ball there. What bro. was the pitch? Makes me wonder, like, what what studio would Microsoft put on a Spider-Man game, though? Because Insomniac is fantastic, and they have such a heritage of these, you know, uh, gameplay-focused, like, physics-kind-of-focused video games where, like, there's so much variety. Like, the... the um, the Ratchet and Clank game they came out with was, I really liked it. I don't know why people were so down on it, but, or I mean, people, my friends, I think it was unanimously liked, but mm-hmm. my friends didn't really like it. It's like, I don't think it, Microsoft really has a, an insomnia. Well, not in pocket. Uh, yeah. Who's um, who's the guys that do Control? Remedy. Like, oh, Remedy, those guys yeah. are so yeah. good at making super tight, contained experiences. Yes. Like I haven't played Spider Man. But I see that it's like very open world and very like you get to explore the cities and swing around as the webhead. It's awesome. Like that game looks sweet. I can't wait to play it eventually when it comes to maybe PC or something. Mm-hmm. But it will. It will. I would. I'm down. Like as I played the old, you know, Spider-Man games, which were usually just like game mill. They were just pumping them out whenever they felt like it. Right. And they were always level based. Well, not level based, but like besides Spider-Man. Yeah, it like was like two. broken into pieces, like levels. Yeah, it was like sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you drop in. And you'd have like a tighter narrative storyline as you went along in the open world. So I feel like uh, the control dudes could be really good at crafting a narrative-heavy Spider-Man. Mm. They were way too busy on Crossfire X's campaign. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. Way too yep. busy. But the pitch to that that was given was that they wanted at least one Marvel game that could rival the popularity of the Arkham series. Cause at the time the Batman games were huge. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they wanted something to kind of battle that and Microsoft turned down. And the reason why they passed on, on that deal was they wanted to focus on their own IP. And meanwhile, Sony's like, we'll take that. Yeah, I'll take you go Insomniac. Yeah. And here we go. We, you know, it's, it's a huge, huge uh, title right now. And we're looking at the, the Spider-Man two, which is going to be absolutely bonkers. I'm much happier that uh, Insomniac got Spider-Man than Microsoft possibly right. mishandling it with the companies that they were controlling at the time. Because I mean, like this this was before 
the Bethesda acquisition was before when Spider-Man came out, right? That's Correct. way before the Bethesda right. acquisition. Right. Yeah, so they yeah. they had no they had no cut. They would have to license that out to a, a, a third-party studio, 100%. or it would be second party in that point. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you you said that if Microsoft actually did have Spider-Man, what would it look like? And you think giving it to a studio like Remedy, right? You, you think that's how it would it would live under the ex- yeah. uh, Microsoft? So I my feel first like Microsoft... idea. Well, was like my first idea was Crystal Dynamics, the guys mm. who make Tomb Raider. That would have been good. I think yeah. they might okay. do okay, yeah. something like that. But... Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Is like they make it a Tomb Raider or their own like Drake version of Spider-Man, but it's more focused on the characters, close up and story elements uh, to counter. Uh, what's the zombie one? Uh, Last of Us. Last of Us. Last yeah. Of us, yeah, Last of Us. Or um, was Gears of Counter War the Last of Us or not Gears with of War. Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, Can you, you imagine? Could. You could tell like a mature Spider-Man story. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be all super uh, punchy, hero. punchy, yeah, kick, kick. Yeah, I got you. 35-minute long revenge quest for Uncle Ben dying in your arms. <laughs> oh, I want dude, it. that could be I it. I want this now. That'd be the intro. Honestly, dude, I'd be down, honestly. <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying. I think this, to, to go back to... So, do you guys think Microsoft made the right call when it came to denying, um, you know, this major IP that potentially could have been Spider-Man for them? Like, do you think that was the right call at the time for them? As far as for the consumer, yes, because we got such an amazing product out of Spider-Man. Um, like, I, I don't want to repeat myself, but yeah, I, I feel like Microsoft probably would have just mishandled it, and I don't think that that's a that's a unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah, and I'm from, I, I'm a Microsoft boy, so right. I think my uh, Sony has tailored their ips to this like high tier level now that insomniac was one of the best choices they could have done for spider-man because they have a well crafted um you know development cycle of games they've had like a bunch of games that they've done even uh, sunset overdrive was for a xbox exclusive right and they they've done that and that was a phenomenal game too so they they have they're no stranger to success when it comes to like making these great games and i think spider-man was perfect for for insomniac for sure yeah it worked out what else does insomniac do they didn't know that's oh, i'm thinking ratchet and clank missed, games that's not, yeah ratchet and clank yeah um now do you think insomniac accomplished the goal of going head to head with the arkham series for best superhero games do you think that like hey we have oh, a yeah. superhero game yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. I think they so. put arkham in a coffin <laughs> i don't know about a coffin for sure because i think Arkham on its own is still a well like well-rounded game. I think Arkham City in my opinion was probably one of the weaker ones in my opinion. Was that the one? Was that the oh. latest one? Was that the latest one? I might I might be yeah. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Arkham City. There was Arkham Asylum, Arkham Arkham Asylum was the first. What was the Arkham one? Asylum, Arkham City, City Arkham Knight, Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight. That's probably the one I'm thinking about. The one that they really like try to like make you play the 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 batmobile that one i'm like it, it was great but oh that was too much yeah, i was like did. i'm a little they, over the, the batmobile at this time but they, yeah they it's arkham knight it's got the batmobile. arkham knight yeah yeah that's the oh, one. oh yeah. yeah batmobile it was great don't get me wrong I, I did enjoy the game but yeah i i, I think that it's still a well it's still an amazing game and i think and samia did the accomplishment of yeah they they put it up to that tier so now it's now it's time for Arkham to show what they have, basically, in a sense, you know. Now well, we'll see with the new one, right? Right. right yeah. Arkham Knights. I was just going to ask: Is a cooperative game? Are you guys excited for that? We talked about that in our last episode, but is that something you guys are going to talk on your podcast when it comes out? 
Uh, we're cheap gamers, so only if it comes to Game Pass. Uh, this does not look like a game I'm going to run out and buy, but it's definitely a game that I'm going to like watch it go by. Same as um, uh, oh, what's Chaos Killer? Uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Stranger. Oh, oh Stranger in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't think I'll ever buy that game, no. but I keep staring at it as it goes by. It's a you know, meme at this point, day. man. It's a meme. Yeah, at this it's point. so bad. It's it's good. Yeah. That, that's that's basically. What that's my. Oh, that's my. That's my. Uh, it's so I keep bad. Hearing, so I can't bad. remember which podcaster it is, but he's like, I can't. I'll never forget for my whole life when I'm standing in a field in this fantasy setting and I hear this like uh, ridiculous. Uh, what is it? this fucking ye old music like fallout music and then it just says objective kill goblin and he's just like <laughs> all of these the fucking fuck? things together are like destroying him this I don't is know. great I so love funny it. yeah so i good. played the demo of it and i was like this is this sound this feels like a watered down like dark souls and they try to put a final final fantasy twist and it just didn't know what it was and it felt like a weird monster and like the voice acting is so bad i'm just like I, I can't take this game seriously. There's no way I'll be able to take this game seriously. No. Did you guys so. see that uh, YouTube video where I thought this shit was like edited? We can cuss, right? I think we, yes. Oh, I think Me? I've done like five times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> I probably cussed like eight times already, Do too. Um, he was, uh, ever, your party's sitting there listening to this lady talk like it's like an exposition dump for like three minutes straight. And then the camera yeah. slowly turns to your main character and he just goes, oh, no. Bullshit. And then he pulls out his <laughs> cell phone and plays like, fucking uh like hard metal or some shit oh okay yeah (laughs) that's amazing and walks away so it's like not only did he start playing limp biscuit he played it on speakerphone so everyone around him could hear him playing limp biscuit or whatever the fuck is the limp biscuit that we've got at home this is making me want to play the game actually because it just sounds so ridiculous and i'm like you know what why not why not fuck it i uh yeah what is it dave from tales of the backlog was yeah. saying like if Nave sounds like if Nave gets super excited about a game, be careful going into it because he's <laughs> yeah. making it sound way better <laughs> than it is. But I've seen some of it and I'm just like, this looks bad. But like, there's something about it. I just want to play. I just want it. It's so bad. It's good. Yeah, that's, it, why. that's what it's it is. So it, bad. It's like a train wreck. You can't stop watching. Yeah, exactly. Want to keep. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. But some of it just has so much emotion though. Yeah. Like, I was watching a stream the other day. Oh, our friend Pinecone, and it was like in just in the first like ten minutes. You have your dude, your main dude. I don't even know his name. Big Muscle Boy. He like meets these two bros, Chaos. fist bumps them. Chaos. Yeah, becomes Chaos. super tight. And then you go to like meet a princess in like a center fountain or whatever. But we didn't want to meet her. And then she looks over and like waves at you guys across from it. And he just goes, "Ugh, it's her." <laughs> it's, oh God. He's, it's like somebody's like he's like, "Girls, gross. Let's get out of here, boys." And then she dude, like runs over to real quick. Like, it's like you're walking down this this path. Then t- you turn around, two guys are standing there, and they're like, you have a rock. I have a rock. I also We're have friends. a rock. And then We're you friends now. Out. And I'm like, <laughs> I love it. What is happening? Namora did not make so this good. game. He did not direct this game. I can't imagine Namora making this game. Yeah, because that would have been like know. a 30, 30 million long cutscene with like a whole bunch of twists and turns and backstabs, and three people would be named the same. That's fair. It's That's like... fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, we kind of so, I love 15. Like, did you guys like 15? Yeah, I, I enjoyed 15. I mean, the ending was kind of kind of weird. Um, I played it. Like, I didn't like go ahead, how it got rushed towards the end. Mm. Like, in my, that's the only thing I didn't like. Yeah. Is like, okay, well, now you're in a hyperbolic time chamber, and you're old, and now you're going to go beat the game. Like, it, it's cool, but it was a little too late yeah. that they did that. They didn't. There wasn't any buildup to that point. 
So, um, but other than that, I did enjoy 15. For yeah, sure. I, I did too. I, I played it when it first came out. So I, I heard it's way better now, but it, it was, it was good. Edition? It was good. Yeah. I, I can't say anything wrong about it. Dude, I love Boys on the Road. That, that was, that was my first Final Fantasy. Really? And Ever? I've, I've gone face first into the Final Fantasy after that. Wow. I'm working on 13.1 right now. Interesting. It's awesome. Interesting. Uh, have you, have you played 7 Remake? Uh, no, I don't have a PlayStation. Mm. You can play it on PC. You have a PC. Yeah, I do. But uh, I don't know. Good. I'm a pretty big console boy. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. I highly recommend playing remake because that's probably one of my favorite Final Fantasy. If you liked 15, you're 100% gonna love seven. Yeah, remake's yeah. interesting because I played I played it for a while. Like when COVID first started happening, I was like, you know, I was gonna wait for this to come on Xbox, but if I'm gonna die. I might as well just play this game right here on PlayStation. Why not? Because right, I had right. a I had a 1X and I have a base PS4 that sounds like an airplane every time I turn it on. So it's like I I go out of my way to not use my PlayStation as much as I can because it feels like it's gonna catch on fire. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like it's so weird because it's so long. Like I feel like I've barely moved into the Final Fantasy VII story, even though I played it for like eight or nine hours. And but I would keep walking around and just being like, where am I? Oh, I recognize that one little playground piece. I'm in the fucking I'm in that place. Whoa, you know, and I would just keep that just kept happening to me over and over again because seven was so important to me as a child. So it's like, that's pretty cool. The music is pretty, but it's it's not the old music. So every time I hear a song and recognize it, I'm like, oh, but it's not the old one. It's not the old one. Yeah, yeah, right. It's hard to get over that, but. I'm just hoping they put. Uh, some of the new Final Fantasy stuff in the new Kingdom Hearts game, uh, in Kingdom Hearts 4. I really want them to tie those those games together mm. again like they did previously, but we'll see. Uh, I know you guys love PlayStation, so our next uh, news topic <laughs> is about PlayStation. So... <laughs> Bring it out. Uh, PlayStation 1 Classics feature. So we have the new PlayStation uh, Plus tiers coming out next month. And if you sign up for the most expensive tier, which I think is $120 a year, you'll get access to PlayStation 1 Classics, just like basically Nintendo Switch um, expansion pack, right? So these are the the features you get with it. Um, You can save and load anywhere you want. So just like Nintendo Switch, you can hit the create and load. You get some quick saving, right? You rewind to an early spot to prevent death or mistakes. So this is going to make a lot of those games so much easier. I'm actually doing that right now in some of my games. I think every time I'm playing Zelda and I mess up on like one little part, I just go, going to reload the safe safe state and uh, just beat it. So I don't know if I I like it, but I don't like it at the same time because it definitely takes the difficulty out of those old games. Um, It sounds like the Mega Man, the collections, because on those old Mega Man collections, that's the only way I beat Mega Man 1 is I... I don't have the patience. I don't know what what it is about two two D games, but I just mm-hmm. do not have any patience for yeah. those fucking. Right, right. I will die, and I'll be like, no, no, I'm done. Rewind. <laughs> I think story. the reason why like we we went through those when we were younger is because we had no choice because those were the games that were That's, out. And that if you was to it. Beat them, you had to just deal with it. Right, right, right. right. You had to get uh, good. You had to get good. That's it. That's why yeah. we're so good kids, at video kids games have it now. Easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to be, we used to have hard games. You know. <laughs> Um, but old Ghosts and Goblins, and we loved it. Oh, Ghosts and Goblins, dude! Let's fucking no, go! I love that no. fucking game. I, that game made me want to rage so hard. Oh, I'd throw a freaking on. my chair. It's too brutal. I loved it. No. I was terrible at it. Don't get me wrong, but I fucking loved it. The game is so hard. Um, there's a couple of different video formats. There's Native Resolution one uh, one by one, four by three. But honestly, when I was looking at the showcase where they showed all this, they looked exactly all the same to me. I didn't really <laughs> notice the difference. 
Um, there's actually filters, which is pretty cool. You have a default. Yeah, I was like, you got the scanline filters? Can I yeah, make it look like a CRT? Filters, there you go. Which is pretty Excellent. cool. Um, so I think that's a cool added feature. Um, and then obviously, you know, the native console ports are going to take advantage of cloud saving, better frame rate, increased resolution, all uh, for CRR. So um, are you guys, I know you guys aren't PlayStation guys, so it's hard for me to ask. But for Kelvin, at least, are you excited that you're going to be able to play these games again on your PS5? I'm like a broken no. record, man. I do not like to play old classic games. Uh, that's just me. I just don't like going back and ruining my childhood half the time and enjoying <laughs> what I used to like. And now playing it back again, like 15 plus years later and be like, yeah, this is trash. Uh, but again, that's just me. I, I prefer playing you know, what's relevant now, what's new now, just because I like to preserve what I used to play in the past. Um, so would I be looking for, for this and, and checking it out? Maybe I'll probably try it out, see how different it is and see what some of the new features and what they do. But as far as like really dedicating my time to it, I don't think I will. No. So this question is for Nave and Phil. Um, do you go by Phil or Philip? I keep calling you Phil. Okay? Either one. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but does this entice you like the new PlayStation Plus tier is coming out? This entice you more to maybe want to join Team Sony and get a PS PS Five. Um, is that something that would kind of get you to to move over, or you're kind of happy in just the Xbox ecosystem? What are your thoughts? I'll take this one real quick, Nave. So no, that's good because he was think... talking directly to you. <laughs> what I thought he was going back. <laughs> like I thought he was talking general. I actually did say I said, I said Phil. You yeah. did say Phil. You did say Phil. I did say Phil. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> this is a setup. This is a setup. Not, All eyes on you, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha, right. bitch. Anyways, so PlayStation. This happens to be the sweetest the pod has been because I have seen a lot of like games go by where I'm like, man, that'd be really nice. Like I see God of War go by and I'm like, God of War looks fun. I see Spider Man go by and I'm like, Spider Man looks really fun. Hell yeah. Like there's so many titles where I'm like, I really wish I had a PlayStation for that. And now that they have all this back catalog just thrown up there, because I never had a PlayStation 1 growing up. Mm-hmm. I had a PlayStation 2, but I was always a Nintendo boy, so I never went back for those games. And I am a <laughs> big, big uh, video game historian. Mm-hmm. I love going back because I feel like so many of these old titles have lessons that we can apply to modern games. Because 100%. modern games, well, they take a lot from the older games. It almost looks like they forget where we came from at some points. And it's just... This would be the time I would make the jump. But honestly, I just don't have the cash right now. Like if I had just, you know, a thousand bucks to get into a whole ecosystem to just drop. Because of course I'd want controllers so I could play with my kids. I'd want, you know, the premium console. I'd want a decent hard drive. There's so many things I would have to like go all in for that it's still a big investment up front. You know, I don't think I can make it now. You you, you brought up a very good point that I, I never really thought about and that, that that that's true. A lot of the games that we play now have taken a lot of um you know inspiration from the previous games that we played in the past, the, the classic games. So that's a good point. I, I do like that you said that. So that was that was a very good call. I was as far as say, uh, sorry, good. what were you saying? No, I was just going to throw in my uh, little thing because i do have a playstation but um i haven't played a lot of the later half playstation 4 generation exclusives and so i'm looking over there at playstation uh plus extra money edition going maybe i should dedicate a month to just play as much as i possibly can because 
as I mean, the PlayStation collection already exists, so I was satisfied. I was already planning on doing something similar to this already. So I don't even know if I want to make the jump to a more expensive tier PlayStation Plus. But mm. my main gripe with the whole situation isn't is there's there's a lot of things that I'm worried about. The PlayStation 3 emulation is 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 worrisome. Uh, the fact that they don't support DLCs makes me a little upset. Uh, the whole streaming and not being able to download the PlayStation 3 games, I seriously don't believe. I seriously can't believe that Sony hasn't fixed this yet. Yep. Um, and it makes me worried for the preservation of games, even though we're talking about all digital games, so it's already a leaky ship with the preservation. I mean, just look at what happened to Xbox Live like two or three weeks ago, where people couldn't even play their fucking digital games for so- for no reason. They just couldn't right. do it for like three days. And it's like that. This whole situation makes me worried about the people in the future being able to look back and go, "Final Fantasy Remake." That means that there was another one. Maybe I should go back and do that, and not having a way to do something like that. Um, but as far as uh, people like me, like I'm a really entrenched gamer. I have so many games. I think I have like a thousand one hundred games purchased on my Xbox system. And it's like whenever I look at Game Pass, I look at Game Pass as a new release kind of refresher where I'm playing Psychonauts 2, Forza, I'm playing Halo Infinite's campaign, and I'm not dropping sixty for all of these games. I'm just enjoying this with my subscription. And since Philip doesn't he has a family, he has responsibilities, he's not like me, I'm just the singular bachelor dude with like nothing else to do he has to spend his money in other places so just spending 15 dollars a month and being able to play uh i was gonna say far cry 6 but that's not uh being able to play sniper elite (laughs) 5 that just released we can play that together because we both don't have to pay money for that we just spend 15 and drop it on that subscription and we're able to do that that's something that i really enjoy it's bringing a lot of people together but on that note of day it's it's day one it's day one releases where i'm really wanting sony to start to commit to because i not even with their first party games cuz i guess i understand they don't have money ba- money bags like microsoft does but these day one de- uh, releases no, they dissuade me to look at sony's side they make mm-hmm. me not they make me look over at microsoft because i've already own a lot of these games that's something that i see on twitter a whole lot is I already own my games. I'm buying my games. You know, like, I already own Devil May Cry 5. Why would I want to pay a subscription? You know, it's... I own most of the games on the PlayStation side already, or I've already played them. So, for people like me who have been playing for so long, day one releases is an incredibly important uh, incentive to drop that money down for more than just one month. Well, uh, Sony, you heard it here first. That's how you can get the Microsoft... uh fanboy you got to do your day ones give give them some day ones and they'll, they'll they'll switch over to your service that's what it sounds like to me they've they've mentioned this and they've talked about how the reason why they don't want to do this and it's because they want to preserve the quality of their games i don't know how much bullshit that is to be honest and, and that's bullshit. just pr talk but i agree i i would love for them and i've been talking about this for 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 almost a year now at this point but i, I would love for sony to actually incorporate their first party titles into a something like playstation plus uh day one right like something like game pass because it it just makes sense it just it just really helps the the uh the player like really play games that they wouldn't be able to try in the first place you know i bought gears of war or i played gears of war because of game pass and i was gonna buy it regardless right but that gave me the incentive of keeping my game pass right because i was able to play a major title a major triple a title and i'm like well this is gonna be the the norm for for game pass and why not i played halo i wouldn't 
really, I mean, I'm, I'm a Halo fan, but not a major Halo fan, right? So when you're telling me I can play Halo technically for free on Game Pass, like, yeah, hell yeah. And I think that can be an incentive for so many other players out there that if, you can, if you're able to play Spider-Man, if you ever play God of War, Ragnarok, and play a bunch of all of these Sony titles day one on a PlayStation Plus service like that, it would be a massive hit for them. And they're seeing it the opposite way. I'm not sure why. I mean, business, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more smarter people in on Sony right now that understand the the reasons behind all this. They have the numbers. They have the statistics. But for us, it's like, why wouldn't you? It makes sense, you know? One thing I think about when I hear that is whenever I heard uh, whichever Sony exec was saying that, I was thinking about Forza Horizon 5 releasing on game pass but they had a if you bought like the 120 dollars edition you got to play like a week early and right. they had yeah. in the first like day or two passed sense. a million something people and right. i'm like but the game just wait a, you could just wait a week but that doesn't like some some people just want the big shiny version of their fucking video game if right. you're a forza fanatic because i if i think about a game called world of tanks and there are a lot of similar games like that but that game's a free-to-play game you can play that game forever without paying a cent or you could spend $60 on one singular tank. You could spend $60 on a tank. And I'm like, who is doing that? And, but there are people <laughs> who play that game and only that game. And that is their game. Right. So $60 for one tank that they are going to put 150 hours into is it's the same thing as spending $60 on Final Fantasy 15 and putting $150 into or 150 hours into that. And I'm like, okay, well, I, it, it, some people just like Bejeweled. You know what I mean? I just... Yeah. I just some that was a, that was a that. random. Yeah, I got you. I no. got you. That was uh, that was well said because it's just wherever you are gonna find the value in that sixty dollars. What is that sixty dollars worth to you, right? You know, like I might dump sixty dollars into Fortnite, or I might dump it into on skins, right? I've done it on League I of Legends. I think on League of Legends, I've, I've what's spent the most you've ever spent on a game though? Like, I don't want to talk about League of Legends. <laughs> what's the most you've ever spent on a game? Like, what was the most you put? in for like microtransactions or anything like battle pass or anything like that honestly not a ton of money i'm not really a big fan of, of microtransactions <clears throat> unless there's like something that blows my socks off like a skin that i'm like i need to have that skin and i'm really invested into the game um that's kind of like i think the battle passes are smart because you pay 10 bucks and they get <clears throat> you get a bunch of stuff with you know i, I wish more games would, would do the battle pass um but obviously the battle pass has to be good too like you have to have cool characters and cool skins and cool unlocks you can't just be like we're just gonna throw whatever random stuff in there um but i don't actually that's a good question i don't actually know what game i've dumped the most amount of does dlc count oh uh, yeah i mean no, that's right. part of it i feel sure. like right so i think for us it would probably have been super smash brothers right we've we bought all the dlc packs bought, we bought, yeah you buy the game twice essentially it's like 25 bucks for the fighters pass so it's 50 yeah. so i mean and, and that's nothing pass, compared 50. to like what people yeah. really spend right but uh it would oh, probably yeah. have to be super smash brothers and fortnite because i did spend eh, maybe not no i don't think so fortnite no I, I don't know i think it's super smash brothers for me but you know what's going to be close get... right now it's going to be multiverse for 100 for me i'm going to be buying every <laughs> oh, yeah. single thing oh, in yeah. that every character game. yeah 100 yeah every map every go... character yep. You can go into your account settings and see how much you can, or get like an email sent back to you from Riot Games to see how much you've spent. And I'm pretty sure I'm like nine hundred something dollars deep into that game. Oh, Jesus, like I believe it. After I like six, after like six years, it's like yeah. every, it's like six years of playing the game, and it's like every paycheck, ah, I'll throw them ten bucks, I'll buy a skin. You know what right. I mean? Right, 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 right. But that they adds do up. something right because mm. 
you the skins are dope like you wouldn't if the skins weren't dope you wouldn't be buying these things right mm-hmm. so yeah they're, they're doing I've, something right over at riot it's i think it's either that or it's like rock band because rock band has a thing where if you buy a dlc it goes to the next game and i have 1200 songs so i think i probably paid about for about 900 of those two dollars a song that's 1800 bucks just arithmetic real quick yeah. so that's like but that's since 2007 2008 when did rock band yeah. one come out so I've been I've been a loyal I've been a loyal boy of Rock Band for a while. I got the Xbox drum set just like right here, always well, with, here. Always ready. With uh, Phil Spencer kind of claiming over Activision and, and all that, potentially being could bring back Rock Band and stuff. I right? hope I they mean, do. I hope they bring back those happen. games because those games were a blast. Also, I'm gonna ask you some trivia later, Nave, about Rock Band. <laughs> so I hope you get it right because uh, <laughs> that's gonna be really funny well, if, you, if you get it wrong. So. The, so Activision has the rights to Guitar Hero, and Guitar Harmonix Hero. had the rights uh, to Rock Band. To and Rock Harmonix Band, right. was purchased by Epic Games exclusively to work on Fortnite. So I kind of hate Battle Royales even more now because of yeah, you're that, right, you're right. my poor baby. My poor baby. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, Epic got per- Epic purchased Harmonix. I was like, oh, can we get instruments? Instruments, please, yeah, because yeah. all of the uh, guitars like 450 bucks on eBay because they know that we will pay for that, and uh, they're like, nope, they're going to work on uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yep. People, people want to play Rock Band. People want to play Guitar Hero. Please bring it. I just want to make a quick note uh, for the the viewers or the listeners right now. Nave is recording this. Oh, that's right. On his <laughs> Xbox Series X. We are doing the podcast, and he is literally using the camera. And using the uh, Bing browser that's on his Series X to record a podcast. So if you ever wanted to get into podcasting and you're like, you know what? I just don't have the equipment. I don't have the PC. Bullshit. You do it on your Series X. You do now. There you go. Yeah, yeah everyone's, rec- everyone's got this, these beautiful, uh, good-sounding mics. And I'm using an Xbox headset like Turtle Beaches or something. <laughs> awesome, <man. laughs> also, I, I love your dog just fucking trying to catch its tail. It's fucking great. <laughs> my, my dog knows that my TV remote. If she hits it enough, I'll turn around and take it from her. And she just oh, unmuted God. my TV somehow. She just, <laughs> she's like, he'll, he'll mess with me. He'll play with me if I do this. <laughs> so so real quick, before we uh, we move on to in-game chat, I want to know, how, what was the aha moment? How did you figure out that you could do your streaming through your Xbox for your uh, for how you record your podcast? Desperation. Desperation. Yeah, I knew yeah. the same word. We were desperate. <laughs> Uh, my PC died, and so our our plan, I think, was to use Discord and then Philip record screen record off of OBS yep. and just hope okay. that that doesn't suck <laughs> or something. I don't remember what we were originally gonna do, but yeah, uh, desperation. That's how we got our Bubble Bobble episode done. That's how we got the Morrowind modded to have co-op. We just get desperate. That's thinking outside that's the what box, you man. Grit right there. Yeah, that's that's dedication. So I respect that for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of dedication, guys, that concludes our news for the week. We're going to move on to in-game chat. where We're going to talk to Nave and Philip about their journey as podcasters. All right. So for in-game chat, Phil and Nave, this is all about you. The floor is yours. Me and Kelvin are just going to bounce some questions at you, and uh, we're just have a conversation. Okay, first off, my question for you. How do you guys know each other? Yeah, how'd you guys? You can meet? do this one, Philip. You yeah, tell the story yeah, funnier. Okay. How did you guys like? How did you become friends? Like, how did all right. So it was back in like middle school in Oklahoma, 
uh, Nave came to school and he was just bragging about how he had Rock Band at his house. He was I was like, the oh, new I kid, by the way. Okay. I, I just I had just showed up. Meanwhile, me and my friends, uh, Stephen, our bro at the time, uh, we're like, hey, man, this guy's got Rock Band at his house and he doesn't have any friends that I know of. So Let's use them. We went over just, yeah, we walk over, we're like, hey, you got Rock Band? And he's like, yeah. You know, and we're like, all right, we're coming over after school. We're going to play some Rock Band together and we're going to have some fun because we love Guitar Hero mm. and Rock Band is better Guitar Hero. Yep. So we're like, this is going to be great. We'll just go over and hang out at his house. It'll be fun. And he's like, I don't know, too scared to say no, I guess, or too nice to say no. And he's like, yeah, sure, come on over. And then unbeknownst to, you know, me and Steven, another group of boys came over to him and heard he had a rock band. He's like, hey, you have rock band at your house? We're coming over after to play rock band. And so next thing we walk out and we see, like, him walking with these other two dudes and we run, he's like, Hey, where are you going? We're going to go play rock band. And he's like, Oh crap. You know, all of a sudden I have these four dudes <laughs> coming over to my house to play rock band. So funny. And these people that he's never really talked to before. We show up at his house, meet his dad, play rock band. Then eventually my mom calls and is like, Philip, you need to come home for dinner. And I'm like, but mom, we're playing rock band. And she's like, bring it. And I'm like, <laughs> bring it. Let's bring it. Go. And Dave, I guess too scared to say no. We bring <laughs> All these dudes, all of Nave's rock band equipment to my house. We all eat dinner together. We all play rock band. My mom hosts everything. It, it was awesome. Thanks, Mama. And shout out to Mom. We've been bros ever since. Yeah. Shout out to Mama. Shout out to Phyllis Mom. Yeah. Um, that's an amazing story. That's that's incredible. Um, it, you know, I actually met a buddy, like one of my my best my best friends, through the same way. You know, we we played Super Smash Bros. Melee. You know, it's just like, hey, you play Melee? Who do you mean? come over yeah what's your let's, name let's, let's let's play yeah like exactly let's go you good and that that is amazing to me that that video games can do that for people right they call they they create these relationships and and look, look what you're doing now you literally have a podcast where you talk about co-op games right um i guess this one is for for nave um talk about your podcast like what what started the idea what made you guys want to start this podcast and that whole journey Oh no! I hate. Yeah. What is our myself. podcast? Do it. Uh, Dave. So our our podcast. Well, what Philip is in the military, and he was just transitioning to a different job title or job something else. He's trying to work on computers now, and he's stuck in quarantine for like training. So he's just in a hotel for like two months, like two or three months for training and quarantine and stuff. And so he called. He messages me, and he's like, "Hey, I want to play Halo because I'm bored. I'm going to I'm going to jump out of my window or something." And so I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'll download Master Chief Collection." We go through like every single Halo game like four or five times, just getting all the achievements, trophies for you PS listeners, or nothing for your Nintendo listeners. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you. But guys. um, <laughs> yeah, get him, get him, <laughs> got him, yeah, dude. Wearing a Kirby shirt, but um, yeah, so uh, after a little here. while, Philip was like do you want to start a podcast? And I'm just like, yeah, sure. Because I'm too scared to say no to anything. And so Philip is like, uh, we're going to talk about co-op games. I, Cause I don't know too many people who talk specifically about that. And I'm like, Philip, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Cause there's only like seven so co-op supportive. games. I'm like, what, what co-op games are there? And then Philip just starts listing them off to me. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, and, and ever since then we've kind of expanded the term co-op to just, together like like can we play can we see each other in a game like then cooperative kind of that's but, um, yeah so that's another thing i wanted to shout you guys out for the 
the way that you guys have your podcast and, and, and the creativeness of like, hey, let's pick a, a, a niche that works for us, right? And something that you don't really see often is is a co-op play, co-op podcast, right? So having like a co-op game related podcast is is really interesting to see. So that's pretty cool. And both of our favorite games, Rock Band and Dark Souls, uh, his is Dark Souls. It's like they both have cooperation like integrated into their the core of the experience so it's like yeah i mean i guess you're right philip i guess maybe we could do this and then we did and then okay. we did it you guys are now episode uh 53 is is your newest episode right uh, uh 54 uh 54? 54 was halo reach uh 55 reach. which is okay. gonna be no 54 yeah is halo reach that comes out tomorrow or no okay. it's this comes out on friday right Yes. Yes. This podcast yeah, will come so out on Friday. The episode will be out right now when you're listening to this, dear dear listener at home. <laughs> the episode is out. Halo Reach. Go awesome, be cooperative awesome. and listen to us too. There you go. Speaking of cooperative games, have you guys? And I haven't gone your catalog down down the list too much, but what is that one game? It takes two. Have you guys played that game? Yeah, that was game like where is it? Uh, number three, episode two. Oh, it was episode two. two. Okay, so we did it. Because when I think of co-op games, that's that's the one. Me and Kelvin were playing that, and we had a blast. A blast. Such a fun it was game. so good. So good. That so game good. actually it was a very long game, though, in my opinion. But that's just me. We got about a third of the way through that game. We got through like the the tree level, and that was around the time Philip was like, "Do you want to start a podcast about this specific thing? How much fun we're having?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." That's the stupidest idea, and now here you are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I That's honestly awesome. was like, I genuinely like, if you just asked me to name ten co-op games, I'm like, I don't fucking. I think it's just like I can name five, maybe. I I yeah. probably would be in the yeah, same boat as you, and off the top of my head, probably yeah. would be like, I have no idea. But there's especially when we were growing up, like the Nintendo games. Nintendo 64 games, like 90% of those games were probably co-op, right. you know? Yeah. So then what's uh, what's, your, four spots? what's your favorite co-op game that you've played so far together? Uh, Let's see. Favorite? See, this was kind of rough because on our our year-end, like we did a like year retrospective at the end of last year where we selected the best co-op game from the games in our pod that we covered. And I think Rock Band won as like best co-op game mm-hmm. we played. Because like growing up, that was our our move was like with Halo Three being second place, where we'd wake up in the morning at like noon, and then we would play Rock Band until like seven o'clock, where Nate would just like he was practically living in my house, and then my parents would be like, "All right, it's seven o'clock. Stop being so loud with those dang plastic <laughs> instruments," and then we'd be like, "Okay," and then we switch to Halo, and then we're being loud, yelling, and then my dad has to come in there and be like, "Stop cussing," you know? <laughs> we're like, but "I we gotta let to him." Keep- yeah, we gotta let them know. Live party, you gotta let them know. <laughs> yeah, and so Rock Band was just our what we did every day for you know seven hours straight. Like we would just play Rock Band. You guys remind me yeah. a lot about about Rob and I too because we we grew yeah. up together and we played countless games from any any everything basically. You know what I mean? And we lived in the Bronx in New York at the time, and I would always be at his house always. And and so we we played games from like Final Fantasy VII to uh, Mario Party to 
you know, playing Pokemon cards from like for like from like six in the morning till like ten at night. Like it's just it was just like constantly just playing and having fun together, you know. So you guys definitely remind me of like our childhood, you know. Now we're so far apart that we just kinda made this for us, you know. We're like, hey, let's let's do something that we like together. And that's what why we made this podcast. But um it's nice to see like you got, you know, like old friends just kinda like sticking along and figuring things out and be like, you know what, let's do something together and and build something together too. Kelvin, I have a question for you. So do you remember we lived we lived in that house uh, in the Bronx, right? And me and you, I had the bunk beds in the room, yeah. right? Yeah. And we would be up till like three in the morning, four in the morning, five till the sun came up, right? Five o'clock in the morning playing. Till your games. dad wakes up to go to work. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and screaming at us. But where was my sister? I don't she was MIA. I, I I don't remember your sister. At, I don't remember. Any... She's like because we lived in like a. I think it was a two bedroom house, and I remember my sister was like she was probably over Gianna's room, house, but like always somewhere she, else. I don't know if she just like. I don't know. I, I like literally like it's wiped from my memory. I'm like, where was my sister that whole entire time of my life? <laughs> All those years. All those years. All those years. <laughs> Didn't know where she was. No, I have no idea. You're right. I, I don't remember her ever. And I mean, I, I I remember her once in a while, but like rarely there. I was like, I was at she, your like, house more exist. than she was. Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you guys are Xbox guys. First. Being a Sony guy, what made you guys lean towards Xbox instead of uh, Sony? Just Halo. I have a interesting story about this because I was going to, whenever uh, the 360 generation was ending, the whole Xbox One shit show that happened, I was genuine, because I love achievements. I never really like trophies that much. I'm an achievement whore. I think I have like almost 600,000 gamers score right now. Oh my God. And I'm like, I've like um, me and Phil just went through it. I have like 180 what would be platinums. Like I've I've been playing it so long, and I was like I'm gonna switch to Sony because this whole shit show I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. It's so toxic and annoying. And then Rock Band got announced, and they were like we all the DLCs moving forward, but not across. So it's like if you have right. Xbox, you gotta go back to Xbox. And I was like shit, fuck shit, <laughs> I have to get an Xbox One. Now. Yeah, I'm yeah. trapped. That's so, how they get you, man. Mostly, That's how they get you guys. It is genuinely just being entrenched in the ecosystem at this point they've got yeah. me because ever since i knew playstation 4 and xbox one were both going to be like you put the disc in but you still have to download the fucking game to your hard drive if mm-hmm. the disc is useless it's just useless plastic man it might as well be a steam key and i'm like i was like okay well i'm done with physical copies forever because like whoop into the game stops bargain bin i just threw all my games away like an idiot but I, I did the same thing. I, I don't I re- I think I have a little bit of a, a shrine going on behind me here, but it's just like my major like I will never sell this type of thing like Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Persona. Those are like the my main games that I love. Uh, but everything else, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need I don't, I don't, I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I'm going all digital, games. you know, for sure. Yeah. Philip was saying that like when he was a kid, he only had like Nintendo and then he kind of transitioned to Xbox from there. Mm. Well, my at least like m- my dad was like. Uh, he's like, I'm going to buy love for my kid. I, he was never really around. So every time he came back, he would take whatever console I had. He'd take my Nintendo 64. He would s- sell it and then buy a PlayStation with that money and then bring me the PlayStation. I'm like, oh, new video game. you know. And yeah. I was a dumb kid. I didn't know. So <laughs> I basically had every single console growing up for like at some – like just a, I, like my life is divided into which console I had yeah, right, until right. I was uh, old enough to know – Oh, I should probably get a job and get my own video games. That's probably what I should do. Uh, going back to the whole ecosystem thing, I, I like you, I'm I'm invested in Sony, right? Because I grew up playing PlayStation. I grew up, you know, getting like the trophies, and and then from PS3 on, I'm like I am a trophy whore, right? So I, I've got 
decent amount of trophies. I, I kind of stopped because, you know, life and shit, right? But it's it's so, like, funny how you dedicate yourself to one console. And that's probably why I don't really play a lot of games on my PC or play Xbox that much. Just because, in a way, it's not that I feel, like, guilty that I'm playing on a different, like, system or anything. But it just feels like it's it feels cheating, at right? home. It feels like I'm at home when I'm playing PlayStation. I'm at home when I'm, mm-hmm. like, invested in that ecosystem, you know? I feel like the controller contributes a lot too. Yeah, 100%. Uh, because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the controller's big. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Final Fantasy Remake, and I was just the first night. I just started. I was just drinking, just pounding beers, and playing Final Fantasy. And I just kept looking down at the controller, just like I'm so <laughs> happy, dude. I do well, the same well, thing. It's like I'm so happy I'm on PlayStation playing but this one. I do you that with, I mean? with, with with the Elite, right? So I play games on my Elite for my PC, and I'm just like every time I'm playing, and I'm like waiting on a loading screen. I'm, I just like look at it i'm just like damn this is sexy like i love this thing and i just like feel it i'm just like caressing it and shit i'm just like this yeah. is fucking sexy dude i'm gonna say right now xbox controller is king compared to the don't get me wrong the ps5 controller is great but i don't think the dual sense is interesting with the with the with the triggers and stuff and uh yeah. like i'm never going like the elite is king but that dual sense i was over at a friend's house and i messed with it and he was like oh, yeah. I, I don't remember what game i was playing but you can feel the tension of yeah. the of the stick of i mean of the analog or what am i trying to say the trigger you can feel yeah. the tension trigger. of the trigger yeah. as you're pulling the gun and then he was like all right yeah. now pick that gun up and i was like i think it was call of duty i was like oh my god it's like different dude and he was like yeah yeah, yeah oh, my it's god. fucking cool <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it, it, it is a it is cool. a beast of a controller. Um, I I agree with you, Rob. I think the Elite is the best at this point. But to be fair, I don't think Sony has ever made a like Elite controller. So um, if they were to make one, it would probably be just as good. I think. I don't opinion. know, like Scuff Gaming makes like yeah. P- pro yeah. PS5 controllers stuff like that. But you know, did you do you guys like... remember before the PS5 came out? Before you knew anything about the PS5, because Sony wouldn't talk about it. They came out with like a back attachment to to, to you oh, know the paddles yeah, for the yeah for the I saw that. 4. I was like the very and, end of the cycle of the PS4, right? And yeah. everyone was like, oh, "This is what the new controller is gonna be like. It's gonna have this yeah. shit." And then it didn't. And no. I was like, yeah. "No!" I was like, right. "That would have been so cool." A hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Because yep. then you would be able to like. Oh, ah, ah. Anyway, to be fair though, the great. elites I take out the paddles. Like I don't have them on mine. I just like I'm just like. Eh. I did. I think they get in the way. Honestly, yeah. I, they get in the way for me. And I I, I, I I used them for Gears of War, and that, that was it. Yeah. I highly recommend using just one paddle on each side. I don't know if you can see, but I have oh, one. Maybe, maybe that's I, so why. I don't use both. And mm. the the way I play is I play a lot of Halo. And Halo, mm. you jump a lot. Like, you know, when in the newer Call of Duties, people jump now and people call it Halo jumping and they write mean messages to you. But, um, yeah, so jumping <laughs> in Halo messages. is A. But the problem is that if you take your thumb off of the stick to press A to jump, as soon as you see someone, you can't aim anymore. But jumping makes you a lot – it moves your head, essentially. So having a paddle attached to A on one of your sides makes it to where you can jump and aim at the same time. And you're basically playing mouse and keyboard at that point. You, you're so far. Once you get used to doing that, the other paddle is because uh, we played Elden Ring for about 100 hours, and I broke my right bumper uh-huh. at some point. So now I right because, bumper – Because of anger? Because of anger or just because of or use? just dedication. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's used combined with anger because my 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 classic is if I get killed, I just kind of drop the controller. I'm just like <laughs> you just drop and walk away. You're just like it's, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for talking. You know, g- inviting us into your little world of of uh, your podcast. If I'm a new listener, um, I'm looking into the Gaming Together uh, podcast. What episode would you say would be a good episode? 
for good question. To. Yeah. Oh man, we both have uh, different uh, League of Legends one. I see his League of yeah. Legends one. I'm, I'm interested in. Uh, but you get a lot of good ones, guys. There's there's a ton. There's Saints Row. There's there's Apex in here. You got a nice spread, you know. When I tell okay, people you... about the first episode to listen to, I always recommend it not be about a game that you love <laughs> because we're probably going to fuck it up. Yeah, You're yeah, probably yeah. going to get mad at us because we're, we're, we're trying to be genuine about the game, about like our emotions and, and thoughts about it, but we're also trying to make each other laugh because yeah. that's half of our friendship is just trying to make each other laugh. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, we might say outrageous things about games, and sometimes we're kidding, sometimes we're not, but... Right. Like, uh, what what would be something you recommend, Philip? Well, the problem is like it depends on what you're looking for. If you just want something fun to just like something ridiculous where we're just having a good time, uh, probably Resident Evil Six. Because hmm. I actually just listened to Wild on that one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you want something where we actually are really serious about breaking down what's important with the episode, or like really like taking a big chunk out of it, I'd almost say like the maybe Quake or. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, a game Ocarina that of Time one was really good. Games I've that we don't that like one. tend to get more serious also. So if you're looking for something serious, like uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, I don't think we laughed a single time like throughout that. Like, I mean, as soon as we started talking about the game, I think yeah. the laughter was over. We were we were just back into serious you just mode. Hate, you just hated that game, it sounds like, and you're just like, what? I just want to talk about this so I can like get the rage out, and then we can never talk about it ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it sounds like i think i'd said that about far cry 6 like i'll be so happy if i never have to think about far cry 6 again <laughs> wow. this is like, gonna be I'm a so... meme from between us now like far cry 6 is like every time i think about far cry 6 i'm gonna think about you guys <laughs> what well you guys really into like <laughs> no 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 trash your game like, no not at all it's just because when i listened to the episode I, I i agreed with like literally everything you guys said about far cry in general right but where it's just very like a stale game at this point it's kind of like assassin's creed in my opinion where it's just like it's the same thing and you're just like in these tropical like you know very exotic places and it's fun but it's like you're doing the same thing one of my main issues with it was when we were when we were which one did we play three or four 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 we played it together. They all blend together. That's a problem. Yeah, they, they all, blend all blend together. together. You yeah, guys said the same thing. Said, yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, this is fun. I'm playing with Rob. We're, we're kind of just shooting the shit, just randomly doing shit. But what am I doing? Like, what is the point of this? Because there's no the progression with your yeah. story, right? If I'm in Rob's story, if I'm in Rob's game, I, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it doesn't like add to my story, to my gameplay. So it's like when I go back to my world, I have to do the same exact shit that I did with Rob. And it's like... That's kind of a pain in the ass too. So that was my like yeah. my major gripe with the game, and I'm like, all right, I did all this stuff on Rob's account. I'm not gonna go back and play on mine. Like it just makes no sense. So, so yep. You know, guys, um, we're gonna do some gaming trivia. But before we move on to gaming trivia, uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Um, what time and what days do you guys post on uh, your po- post your podcast? Uh, sure. If you want our fresh episodes, they come out every Friday at 4 a.m. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Uh, but the big thing about our pod is it is a evergreen experience. So just go into that backlog, find something you're interested in, find something that you've never heard of before. Like you go in there and you're like, Taiko oh, no I never played. <laughs> yeah, no I was idea. thinking more what? Fancy Star Online too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just click on one of those and maybe learn something about a whole another gaming ecosystem. Because that's what I really get out of our pod whenever we do it, is I just love getting this big, juicy chunk of more gaming material that I might not get involved with otherwise. Like, I might never pick up uh, uh, Forza Horizon. Like, I've never played a Forza game until 
we picked up Forza Horizon 5. And I'm like, whoa, car game. Pretty cool. Yeah. Did you know there is a cooperative dating sim visual novel pseudo board game out there for all of you people who are trying to freshen up your game? But listen to this, everyone. You date monsters. How about that? Well, we've got an episode. And it was (laughs) colorful. Don't play it with your kids. Interesting. I want to check that out. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah, but we got the pod. What's up? Oh, we also got like a YouTube and we Twitch every so often. We were Twitching earlier today. Twitch. And we are on the Twitter too. Nave runs our Twitter. Awesome. Uh, it's at right. Game Together Pod because Gaming Together Pod was too long and Gaming Together is taken <laughs> by some <laughs> magazine. The honesty that comes doesn't, out. Some the magazine that doesn't even anymore. do anything with it. That's the same thing happened to us, right? We were like trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, we're looking at names. Like, some like, asshole has our freaking. And they don't even. Didn't post since like 2016. Yeah, and uh, here assholes. we are. <laughs> but. That ends let's do trivia. Game. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's enter in-game chat. Let's jump into trivia. All right. So the way trivia is going to go is I'm going to ask each of you five questions, okay? You can get five points each total. Whoever has the most amount of points at the end will win, all right? So the, the questions really do matter here. So we're going to start with Kelvin, all right? Shit, let's go. Kelvin, <laughs> my first question, and you're going to have 10 seconds to answer this question. Am I timing right, myself? Again. Okay, I got you. Oh, okay. All right. Kelvin, yes. what was the first Marvel video game to come to home consoles? Are you fucking This is multiple choice. This is multiple choice. Okay. Was it X-Men? Was it Marvel vs. Capcom? Was it Captain America and the Avengers? Or was it Spider-Man? Can you repeat the question, please? Yes. What was the first Marvel video game to come to home consoles? You have 10 seconds starting now. Marvel vs. Capcom? What? You, sir, are you are kidding me? Incorrect. <laughs> it was Spider Man. Spider Man. Damn it. Spider-Man for the Terrible. Atari 2600 by Parker Brothers. It came out in 1982. Just so you guys know, Go. I am fucking terrible at trivia. Like, I <laughs> don't... Yeah. I It just doesn't sink into my head. So I was like, oh, you goof. It's X-Men. And he's like, yeah. it's Spider-Man. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I, I thought X-Men, X-Men too. I was like, Dude, I... X-Men, X-Men. <laughs> All right. Oops. This next question is for Nave. This is multiple choice. What year did the Xbox Elite console release? 2007, 2009, 2006, or 2008? 2009. You, sir, are incorrect. It was 2007. What? It was that early? So early. Wow, yeah, it came out pretty quick because I think the original Xbox... 360 came out 2005, I believe. But I, I even saw this and I'm like, wow. That oh, was, the Elite is it, just the black one. It's the, the same one yeah, as the black one. one. You're the thinking slim of the slim. Is the one I was thinking. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Nave, you had the black one too. I That was the first one I got, was the black one. I should have known. Okay. Phil, you're next. You can Ready. take the lead on this one. Who is the first boss you encounter in the original? Dark Souls. This is not multiple choice. Damn. Uh, Brutal. The Asylum Demon, right? God dang it. You, sir, 
are correct. Oh, you take the lead. Nice. Ding, yeah. ding. Easy one. You gave him a what softball. What you guys doing over there? <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. What a I, log. I told you, man. <laughs> Don't go easy on these guys, man. All right, all right, all right. We got uh, the next question is for Kelvin. When did Sony acquire Insomniac Games? This is multiple choice. 2019, 2016, 2010, or 2017? 2019. You, sir, are correct. This is 2019. Damn. These years ones are hard. <laughs> I knew I knew that one. Yeah, that very well done, Kelf. You, you are now tied with Phil. Yeah, it's impressive. Let's go. <laughs> you know, all right, you know all right, all right. I do this all the time. <laughs> once a Nave. week, actually. Yeah, once a week. <laughs> Uh, next question is for you. Who was not a member of your party in Tales of Symphonia? This is multiple choice. Regal, Zelos, Colette, or Rose? Uh, the I want to say Colette. Oh no, they're all blending together in my head now. <laughs> is I'm it gonna, Colette? I'll read it to you. I'll read you the question again and the answers again. Who was not a member of your party in Tales of Symphonia? Regal, Zelos, Colette, or Rose? I'm changing my answer. I'm Zealot or Zelos. Zelos is your final answer? Yeah. <clears throat> you, sir, are incorrect. It is Rose. Oof. Well, who is Rose? Oof. She uh-huh. was in Tales of Zestaria. <laughs> Ah, oh, I was just looking at the box over there. Dang it. <laughs> when I went and grabbed the Arkham Asylum right next to it is Tales of Zestaria. They're all the same game. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. I'm so happy right now. He's I so love being happy. the host for this. This is great. All right. Uh, this question is back to uh, Phil. I'm sorry, Phil. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, don't. I'm ready. Don't put me in. Yeah, he's, he's ready. He's ready. All right. How much... Does the original Xbox weigh? <laughs> All right. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. Okay. 6.6 pounds, 6.9 pounds, 8.8 pounds, or 5.7 pounds? Can I hear the first two answers again? Six point, I'm sorry, 7.9 pounds or 6.9 pounds? I'll, I'll go through all of them. 7.9, 6.6. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. 7.9. You are wrong. No, I'm not. Run it back. (laughs) 8.8 pounds. Damn. Chonky boy. He's a thick boy. 5.7. I was like, there's no way he's going to pick that. It's too light. No way. No, No, come on. Let's get real here. All right. We we uh, drag those things all over the place. (laughs) We got biceps from that thing. What are you talking about? You know, that that was our weight. Halo land parties. Uh, all right, it's time to. They didn't have handles like the GameCube, so it was kind of hard. <laughs> that's that's true. That is fair. Yeah. Uh, Kelv, who is the main protagonist in Resident Evil Five? Multiple choice. Resident Evil Five. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Claire is he named? He's just like freaking freaking yeah. ice. Where is Come he? On. <laughs> that's an easy one. All right, all right. Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield. Leon Kennedy or Albert Wesker? Repeat the... I f- completely forgot the question. What was it again? 
who is the main protagonist <laughs> uh-huh. in Resident Evil 5. Okay, now I'm good. Go ahead. Answer. Okay. Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield, uh, Leon Kennedy, or Albert Wesker? Chris Redfield. You, sir? Are correct. It's Chris. Hell that yeah. was an easy Thank one. That I, was was pretend- easy I was pretending to not know. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, like, that was uh-huh, just... Uh-huh. Right, You're right, scaring right. me. <laughs> okay. It's the suspense. I fucking hate that game, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, we'll have to like have it? you on that episode. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Please come yeah. for that episode. Let's go. <laughs> we had someone who hates Resident Evil 6 on for the six episodes. See, so like I, I want to I talk to you guys another time about that, but I have such a love-hate for that game. It's so weird. Like, it was so good, but it wasn't good at the same time, but it was so good. But, it, you know, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we got it. We got That's it. what we yeah. said, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is for Nave. Which song was not on the original Rock Band 3 set list? This is multiple choice. Whitesnake. Here I go again. Slipknot. Before I forget. The Bronx. False Alarm. The Bronx. Or The Who. Bob O'Reilly. That last one was DLC. You, sir? Are correct. Hey. Nicely done. Woo! Nicely done. Kill the, last one was, the last one was DLC for Rock Band 2, I believe. All right. You don't have to show off, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was impressed by that. Yeah, that was impressive. That was impressive. That was good. I, I was like, that's that's if you that's know a, Rock Band, question, you're going to know that. Sure. Yeah. That Bronx one was the, was the trick one, too, because if you haven't heard that song or played it on the Rock Band 3, you'd be like, what in the fuck is that song? That <laughs> one, probably. All right, Phil. <sighs> You say you like uh, Slay, the, Slay the Spire, right? That's one of your favorite games. Oh, yeah. It's a banger. Got like yeah. 120 hours in that bad boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Gotta state set it up. is Slay the Spire's developer, Megacrit, based out of? Washington. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you got that. You destroyed that. Just Come now. on, okay. bro. This is. Okay, all right. This is child's Okay, okay play, for bro. bonus, for bonus, you won't get any points for it, but what city? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know any Washington cities besides Seattle, so okay. Uh, right. There it is. No, we'll that go was Seattle. It. That was it. Okay. <laughs> Fucking crush it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me a hard one like that one, right? Yeah, I got, I got you. He got you. This one's not multiple choice, by the way. Fuck. And you have to give me three answers. So <laughs> yeah, I you skip me. All right, right now. Kelvin. What were the three main classes you can choose in Destiny Two when it first released? <laughs> uh hunter <laughs> that's the only one i used uh hunter quick out of the gate with it yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I... I'm starting the timer right now can we still get 10 seconds back if you oh, get that'll be cool one, if you so. steal that'll be good that's a good one um fuck hunter magician i don't fucking know i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Solid. Well, Keep going. No, you're, you're doing. You got good. one. You're yeah, good. you got magician. Yeah, no, no, Kelv. It is. The, it is hunter, yep. warlock, Rock. and that's what was the last one, boys. What's the last one? You Titan. Guys know it. Titan. Titan. Damn it. Fuck. Come on. Easy Come on, Kelvin. And we we, Come we on. played a decent amount of. Uh, yeah, you should know that. All right, Nave. Okay. <laughs> this one is kind of like a, a a long answer you have to give me. Um, how do you unlock Spider-Man and Tony Hawk's oh, Pro no. Skater 2? 
<laughs> I don't know. I used a cheat code. <laughs> <gasps> Back in the day. Oh. I think you have to do everyone's... Is it, is it one of those characters where you have to do everybody's uh, uh, story and collect all of the all their stat points? <laughs> no. Like, get all of the things? <laughs> oh, dang it. No. No, you're wrong. Uh, you have to get 100% in career mode with a created character. Oh, God. Aww. Created characters included in all the other ones. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> okay. That was a tough one. Yeah. So far, I, know, I feel like cheat code was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like cheat code. Yeah. That's so the only far, way. Uh, I have two. Nave has one. Phil has two. I think this Classic is the last Nave. question for Kelvin. Yes, this is the last question for Kelvin. Okay. You better get this one right, I or else to. you're gonna like. Done. Yeah. You have to get it right. All right. <laughs> this is not multiple choice. <laughs> what was Sony's PlayStation Two? webcam called Play- i know this one playstation i <laughs> is that your final answer that's my fucking final answer is it yes or no it is no it is the eye toy are you kidding me so close you're so close my friend all right kelvin is two points right now so you guys have to beat that it was the eye toy dude so is there a playstation i or am i just playstation out? 3 was a playstation i Is there a tiebreaker if Philo fails and I get mine? I think we could, we could manage a tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. Nave, this is not multiple choice. What is the Arbiter's real name? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talizora Voss Normandy. Final answer. Whoa! Oh, I would have. How'd you know? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you didn't get it. No. I would have said. Uh, yeah. I pronounce it. Shit. It's. Teal Vadem. That's how he's. It's T H E L V A D M. Yeah, I would have totally got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird that one didn't catch on. The Arby, <laughs> old Arby stuck. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Nave, but you are out of the running. You only had uh, one point uh, out of that. So, um, no. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. You only got one because you only got the, 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 rock, the band rock band one. one. It's so on you brand. are in last place right now. <laughs> Phil, last question for you. I'm ready. How many kills are needed in a row to receive Kilimanjaro medal in Halo 3's multiplayer? 15. Oh, God damn it. Uh, it's multiple choice. What? What's the choice? It doesn't matter. He fucking knows it. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, or ten. Ooh. He does not know it. What? No, I'm going with 15. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's fifteen's your final answer. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. No, yeah, I don't know it. No, but if I had to go with one of your choice, mm. what? Killionaire is fifteen. All right, so oh, I was thinking about killing sprees. Oh, I'm off. Yeah, I don't know this one. Skip. It's it's seven for Kilimanjaro. Seven. Damn. All right, you guys tied at two to zero. Okay. All right, we're gonna do a tiebreaker right now. So the way we're going to do this is whoever shouts the answer first wins. Jeopardy you style. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Can I self-revive if I get it? We're born the monster. No. Yeah. It's a three-way tie. Let's do that. I actually like that. Ooh. Oh, actually, no, it wouldn't. No, you, you would still lose. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, Wait, we sorry. would all be, have two, right? We would all have two. 
It would be, be there would be a tie. tie? If he gets in there. Oh, okay. No, no, you right. No, it would be tied. Yeah, if you got an eighth, you would. But all then we have to have another question. No, no. Then you no, we get. Tie. I'll settle with no, a three-way tie. Let's do a three-way yeah, tie. Three-way I'm tie. cool with that. I'm cool <laughs> right, with that. Let's all right, go. All right, all right, ready? Okay. This is a one. This is no multiple choice. Just like shout it out. All right, let me close my eyes. Who was the Xbox exclusive character for Soul Calibur Two? Spawn. Fuck. Nave got it. You are correct. Damn you it. just tied the whole game. Good job, <laughs> Nave. We you did it. I bring you all down with me <laughs> to the bottom. Very good. Uh, that concludes our gaming trivia. Congrats to nobody because you guys all suck. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show. Uh, again, we, uh, we post the show every Friday at 7 a.m. Uh, please leave us a like on all your favorite uh, streaming service, you know, Spotify, Apple. It really does help us out. Well, we really do appreciate that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, your, your favorite social media. We're there. Um, if you want to be in guest on, a guest on the show, please visit our website, gamingduopod.com. You can register as a guest just like these guys did. Um, and as you can see, we had a great time and we can do some tri- some gaming trivia and have some great uh, conversations. Um, thank you guys again for joining. It was a blast. I, I definitely want thank to do it guys. again. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kelv, do you have anything to add? Check these guys out, please. Uh, they're fun. You know, they're, they're a fun group of guys. And I think we can definitely, you know, think of something to do at a later point, maybe some collaboration and, and you know, just have some fun time for sure. All right. Well, definitely don't listen I... to us at full volume. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fellas at uh, the Gaming Together pod, um, thank you so much for, for coming on. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. See you guys. Appreciate you. See ya. Bye.